Right guys, we are back with yet another episode of the Greater Finance Daily. Here, we bring you the latest from the ongoing crypto and fintech revolution. And today, I'm going to be your solo host, and my name is Alex. We are recording this on Wednesday, the 8th of September, and it has happened quite a lot since yesterday, especially when we look at the prices in the market. We see Bitcoin trading around 45,000 and Ethereum around 3,300 US dollars. And this, um, it doesn't feel that stable in the market right now, ever since uh, El- the El Salvadorian uh, legal tender law went live. Uh, so I don't know if it's just temporary or if it's going to be, be for the downside. But if you look at coin market cap, for example, you just see red numbers and double digits, most of them. So it's kind of a bloodbath right now. However, it's important to remain calm and especially have a plan if you are trading Bitcoin or or other cryptocurrencies actively because this happens a lot. This happens many times in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So just make sure you have a plan and uh, don't get too emotional about the price swings. And yep, that's basically it. If we look at uh, the status of DeFi total value locked, it's also down when prices are dumping. So is the total value locked in DeFi protocols as well. We are now at 89 billion US dollars. So let's move into today's topics. We're gonna talk about five different topics. The first one is gonna be that the SEC is threatening to sue Coinbase over crypto over their crypto yield program because they consider it a security. Second one is that El Salvadorian merchant must process Bitcoin transactions or they may face action. Third one, Invesco Mutual fund files for blockchain fund in India. Fourth, Flexa hops into El Salvador with lightning payments as Bitcoin goes live. And fifth, Stephen Curry asks Twitter for crypto advice. So without further ado, let's dig into today's topics. We start with the SEC threat here. They are threatening to sue Coinbase over their crypto yield program because they are considering it a security. CEO of Coinbase, Brian Armstrong, he tweeted on the 8th of September, which is literally today, that uh, there has been some really sketchy behavior coming out of the SEC recently. He explained that the crypto exchange approached the SEC earlier this year over the up-and-coming Coinbase Land program that intends to offer 4% annual yield returns on deposits of the USDC stablecoin. And what happened then is that the SEC responded by telling the firm that the lending program is a security without any explanation, and they threatened to sue if the service was launched. So Armstrong basically pointed out that there are other crypto firms on the market who currently provide similar lending services to their customers and called for SEC to provide regulatory clarity on the topic. And if we look a bit closer into this, I mean, it makes sense to get more clarity, right? I mean, if you have... um, lawmaker in a country and, and a regulatory, le- regulatory organ coming and saying, we, we threaten you to launch this program because it's in violation of our laws. Okay, then you would like to know what kind of laws are they a violation against, right? And as my understanding here is that the Brian, Brian Armstrong, the CEO of Coinbase, he doesn't really get the answer from the SEC. They are just saying like, don't launch this. If you do that, we're going we gonna to sue you. That's all they say. They, are, they aren't really pointing to any law. So, I mean, they might have a law in the background. They, they probably have, but they should at least point it towards uh, Brian Armstrong so he knows why it is a violation of uh, the Security and Exchange Commission laws, right? 
Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to the next news, which is that El Salvador says merchants must accept uh, Bitcoin transactions or they may face action. And the one who said this was uh, Xavier Argueta, who is the legal counsel to the President House of El Salvador. He was stating that businesses are mandated to accept Bitcoin from customers, but they are able to choose whether or not they will receive Bitcoin or US dollars once the transaction is settled. However, it's mandatory for businesses to have the electronic wallet to receive Bitcoin. But in the transaction, you have the option to, to choose if you want to receive it as Bitcoin or if you want to receive it as dollars. So, so you, have the op you, you have to accept Bitcoin, but you have to, the option to, to convert it to US dollars straight away or, or keep it in Bitcoin. That is why it's voluntary, according to them. So he gave an example here. If I buy you 1,000 shirts that cost $200 and I'm going to pay you in Bitcoin, you have the wallet, but in the transaction, when you do it, you have the will to receive Bitcoin or dollars, and that is why it's voluntary. So it's quite clear that you have the option, but you are still mandatory, mandated to, to have this kind of digital wallet that accepts Bitcoin. So it's, it's definitely another thing that the merchants need to have in their store. They need to provide some kind of QR code as a payment option. And um, he highlighted that businesses who refuse to accept Bitcoin will be operating in violation of lo local regulations. So uh, he was referring to their consumer protection law or something. And um, yeah, of course, the quite hard words from the El Salvadorian government around this. Um, we'll see how it turns out. Uh, it will be interesting to follow the news at least um, and see... I know that, that there have been some uh, protests going on there around this uh, Bitcoin law. So uh, things won't probably work as smooth as the government hopes at, from the start, but we'll see after time. Time will tell, right? And uh, regarding time, you know, when Bitcoin went live yesterday, there were many uh, lightning payments um, providers going into the country. Because now they, they see the option to provide their services there uh, in a legal basis, right? And one of them is called Flexa. And uh, they decided to, to launch their Lightning Network payment service with uh, selected partners. Uh, so they've added super fast Lightning payments using Bitcoin, which will power crypto payments in El Salvador using wallets such as Strike and the government-run Chivo. And yesterday, I think, when, when the law went live, Chivo had huge problems. They were literally down. So people trying to use Bitcoin yesterday using the Chivo wallet had big problems. I think it's up running now. I'm not sure, however. Anyway, let's jump on. We're going to talk about Invesco Mutual that is filing for a blockchain fund in India. So uh, what is this all about then? It's about a mutual fund uh, that will primarily invest in the company's Elwood Global Blockchain ETF. So they already have a ETF trading in the United States, but they are, they want to be inside India. And they, they say that the mutual fund is very high risk and that it will primarily invest in its own units of Invesco's Elwood Global Blockchain ETF. And uh, the performance of the ETF has returned 82% in the last year. So, I mean, if, if you're a blockchain fund or a crypto fund, you, you did very bad yes, uh, last year if you didn't do like at least 50%. So 82% is not that good, I guess. But yeah, quite okay, I guess. 
Anyway, uh, India is a huge country being able to give access to their people. Compare that if, if China would have one. I mean, if you are a company, you cannot like invest in Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrencies. You have to make sure that you, you don't violate the laws or you are, aren't acting unresponsible, irresponsible. You, ha you have to do it in the right way, right? And that is why I think ETFs is a great option. And being in India, even better, huge population, huge opportunity for companies and, and individuals there. And finally, we're going to end off with a happy and funny new news. It is uh, NBA star Stephen Curry, who was asking Twitter for crypto advice. <laughs> so he was uh, tweeting a public call out to the crypto Twitter community to help further his education in the space. And the cool thing with uh, Curry is that he's already bought uh, one of these uh, NFTs, Board Ape Yacht Club, for $206,000 last week. So he knows what's going on in the crypto world. He... And he has a big Twitter following of almost 16 million. So <laughs> it was quite funny when he did this tweet yesterday. So what he was tweeting was, just getting started in the crypto game. Y'all got any advice? And of course, many people had advice. And one of them was the legendary NFL quarterback, Tom Brady, who said, whatever you do, don't laser eyes. And the funny thing is that on Tom Brady's profile picture, he literally has laser eyes. So he went, he, he, that was quite a, a funny moment. And you had lots of other people commenting there as well, famous people. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you should listen to them. Are they the best people to give investment, investment advice? Everything is pumping right now. Or right now it's dumping, but in general, the last few months it's been pumping. So maybe now everything is going to dump. We will see, we'll see, right? But anyway, uh, that was it for today. We will have Gustav back tomorrow with us, do a bit more one-on-one uh, -on -one with him. I hope you liked today's episode and uh, make sure not to miss tomorrow's one. Thank you and bye.